Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Monday, August 7th, 2023. I have a lot on my mind this morning, but even before we get into Daily Crypto News, but welcome to Daily Crypto News. I went to the Guardians game this weekend on Saturday, and it was the legendary, now infamous fight between Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson, and Tim Anderson got knocked the F out. Some people were leaving the stadium. I saw it in their face. They were older, and they were thinking that this is a disgrace to baseball. Baseball is supposed to be a civilized, gentleman's sport. Well, you know what it wasn't gentlemanlike? The call made by New York in a challenge to a play the night before. A newcomer to the Guardians, Rocchio, ran into second base and got into second. And Tim Anderson hit his hand off of second base. It was obvious. He hit his hand off a of second. And because he knocked him off a of second base, he was called out when the play was challenged in New York. Well, coming into this game, discussing with my brother who went with me, we knew that something was going to happen. We knew that there was going to be some kind of retaliation. We didn't know what, but Jose Ramirez stepped up to take one for the team and give Tim Anderson a KO. <laughs> what an exciting game. It was a really exciting game. We lost, and we lost the series 2-1, to one, but uh, I think we're always going to live as winners of that series, 100%. But if you didn't see that, then you're not baseball fans. It's okay. You don't have to go watch it but it's definitely on my mind today. Another thing that's on my mind is Elon Musk. And I have a beef with Elon. And I think a lot of people are starting to have a beef with Elon for multiple reasons. But here's my thing with Elon. Well, first, before I get into that, is Elon Musk tweeted over the weekend that he'll never launch a Twitter or X crypto token, basically saying, hey, if you ever see something to come up on DEXs or centralized exchanges or somebody claiming that this is Twitter token or X token, Elon's not launching one. That's what he said he's never going to do. Who knows if that will change in the future. But this is making Dogecoin fans very, very happy because, as we all know, Elon is a proponent of Doge. He hodls a lot of Doge himself. He said that Doge is the people's coin. Is he going to integrate this into X, formerly known as Twitter, in the future? We don't know. But if he does, could we see a massive, massive Dogecoin pump? I guess now is the time to buy. If it would happen, not financial advice. BTFD, wait for the moon. But my beef with Elon is 
with his new thing X, and X is going to be the everything app, he's going around and seizing Twitter handles. And he seized the handle X at X. And just over the weekend, he seized at music. And look, I understand, as people pointed out to me, as I've been complaining about this all weekend, it's in the terms of services. I don't care. It's not right. No matter what you put in terms of services that nobody reads because you click agree because you want to use the app and you probably should hire a lawyer just to read through all the terms and services of the potential that you propel your Twitter to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers, just to have Elon come in and swoop down and take your handle. At music was taken by Elon, and the person who had that handle for 16 years is now S O L. Now they can have at music one two three four five or at music sixteen sixteen or at music whatever the hell or at underscore music, but that's not the point. Somebody had a Twitter handle at music for sixteen years and X scooped it up for their own purposes without proper comp- compensation. Now remember, this is not coming from. A, a scrappy startup that has no money. We're talking about the richest man in the world with about $250 billion of net worth. Offer the person fair compensation for 16 years of their work. Now, I don't care if it's in your terms of services. It's the right thing to do. Say, bro, I'm going to use your handle. You really don't have a choice, but what do you want for it? And if he says $10 million, give the guy $10 million. It's a small investment in the $44 billion that you paid for this damn app. Anyway, Elon's hope for X is huge. And I've said in the past that if somebody makes a WeChat-like app for America, it will be the killer app. WeChat is amazing in China. You do everything. It is the everything app. And so if Elon can make X into the everything app, then he will win big. But we will see. In the meantime, I really hope that he starts compensating people for their Twitter handles if he decides to take them. Now, finally, let's get into Daily Crypto News. Let's start out with some Bitcoin news. Long-term Bitcoin hodlers now control a record of 14.6 million Bitcoin, according to data from Glassnode. Over the past seven days was huge. The total balance held in long-term hodling wallets increased by 43,949 Bitcoin, or around 1.274 billion. And Tether is now the 11th largest Bitcoin hodler in the world, and it currently controls around $1.6 billion worth of Bitcoin. But Tether hasn't officially disclosed its Bitcoin addresses. Probably a good thing, but again, for transparency, we wish we could see them. There has been some concerning thoughts around Tether because Tether serves as the foundational pillar of the crypto market. And so any unfavorable events affecting Tether could potentially have detrimental impacts on the price of Bitcoin and the entire crypto market. And as you saw, and we'll get into in a little bit later in crypto prices, Bitcoin price is pretty much stagnant as market signals don't indicate an immediate decision by the SEC, but instead imply long-term volatility. Chris Bendixson, who is a lead researcher at CoinShares, said that almost no one I'm talking to expects anything to really happen on the first due date. The first due date he's applying to is the spot Bitcoin ETF decision that's due by August 13th, which is only six days from now. And basically, nobody thinks that the SEC is going to make a decision on that date. They're going to kick the can. He continued to tell the block, A break from norm would be a welcome surprise, but he's not expecting it, and he doesn't see a lot of people expecting it either. So what would you do if you had $4.5 million or 2,500 ETH? Would you do what this person did, this unknown person? Would you just destroy the coins for no specific reason, burning them by sending them to a wallet address with no access? No, you wouldn't. 
which is why it's perplexing many of people. The fact that somebody would destroy $4.5 million worth of ETH for no reason is absolutely insane. Other people are applauding it, saying that thank you for helping reduce Ethereum supply and making Ethereum ultra sound bunny. This person is far from broke. They have around 34,000 GMX tokens, around $1.8 million worth of that, and around 311,000 GAINS tokens worth around $1.4 million. But these kind of stories piss me off because it's $4.5 million. If you want to part with $4.5 million, I know there's a lot of other good things you can do with that. Become Robin Hood. Go pay people's bills, buy some houses and some cars, or pay off some student loan debt. But just burning $4.5 million? I don't care how much you believe in the ecosystem. That's just a fucking waste. What do you think? Bookings at todayinweb3.com. According to Nansen data, Huobi stablecoin exchange balances have dipped around 33% in the last week, with traders withdrawing around $49 million in stables. Callum Wu of Wu Blockchain posted that a large number of senior executives of offshore crypto exchanges have been detained and investigated by Chinese police. There's no specifics. We don't know who. But did this fuel the exodus of stablecoins from exchanges? Huobi is, again, selling quite a few highly liquid assets. They have around 886 million in Bitcoin, 48 million in USDT, 5.4 in USDC, and yet they have no ETH. But they do have around $119 million in staked ETH and about $22 million in wrapped ETH. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This next story is pretty much out of my wheelhouse and something I really don't care too much about, but I think that this is super, super cool. There's a luxury mobile styling game called Dressed, and they're teaming up with Copenhagen Fashion Week. And their product is introducing some Web3 elements. Basically, what you could do is all the fashions that are going to be at this Copenhagen Fashion Week from 260 luxury brands, including Gucci, Off-White, Valentino, Cartier, Burberry, Fendi, where you can use their app and AR and basically dress in anything that you see at the Fashion Week, which is pretty damn cool. Cool innovation and leads for more customer knowledge about the products, the brands, and maybe could lead to more sales. Are you not living in the United States and you want to make 8% APY on your crypto? Well, you can. MakerDAO has approved and executed a temporary increase in the annual returns of depositing its DAI stablecoin into the protocol. Folks staking the decentralized stablecoin can now enjoy a whopping 8% yield on your holdings. Rune Christensen, who is the founder of Maker, tweeted this. 
DAI savings rate is now live, paying out 8% at no additional risk compared to holding DAI. This can be accessed at sparkprotocol.io, not available for Americans or VPN users. Boo on you. A total of 97 crypto funds have shut down this year. While funds returned around 15.2% on average in the first half of the year, they underperformed Bitcoin's gain of 83.3%. Many of the funds have been hodling more cash than usual as a result of the industry turmoil last year, so therefore they're sitting on cash, they don't know how to deploy it, and now they're shutting down. Don't worry though, even though the 97 crypto funds have shut down this year, there are still 700 globally. Alex Mashinsky, the crook, allegedly, scammer, allegedly, and founder and chief of the now bankrupt cryptocurrency lender Celsius Network. You mean the fraud, scammy, rob people, lying Celsius Network, allegedly, must face a lawsuit in New York by Attorney General Letitia James, and she is accusing him of civil fraud. This is because Alex Mashinsky always touted that Celsius was safer than banks and concealed a risk, including the fact that they lost hundreds of million dollars of investments. Oh, this isn't the only thing that Mashinsky is dealing with right now. <laughs> Good. He has separately pleaded not guilty to criminal fraud charges brought by the US DOJ. Also, he's facing related civil lawsuits by the SEC and the CFTC. Alex Mashinsky was always one of the people that I stayed far away from. You know what? I think tomorrow I'm going to give you my list of people that I stay far away from, and so far I have not been wrong. If you guys want me to do that, please email me, bookings at todayweb3.com. And finally, remember that curve hack that happened last week that's causing all kinds of turmoil in the DeFi space? Well, that hacker that is behind the $61 million curve hack is starting to return assets. Basically, Curve said, hey, if you return these assets, we'll let you keep 10% as a bounty. No harm, no foul. I have two things to say about this. Number one. I made fun of this in the past, but the only recourse to hackers that the crypto industry has ever come up with with this whole, remember, we had this whole, let's police ourselves. Let's make sure that the regulators don't come in and, you know, squash the industry and so on and so forth, which I hope they don't squash the industry. But there has to be a way to ensure that these protocols and these contracts are being rolled out responsibly with proper audits and protection and security so you don't lose your funds. But so far, the only thing that the crypto industry has come up with is basically saying, hey, keep some of the funds if you hack us, which is not a solution. The other thing I want to point out about this is that in the past, when companies have offered them to keep like 10 or 20% for bounty, basically saying, hey, thank you for finding a vulnerability. We will correct that. Just return the funds. You can keep that in what's called a bounty is that sometimes they arrested them anyway. Sometimes because it's a crime, the country or the city or the state came in and said, now we're just going to arrest the guy. And the company that said, hey, no, we'll let you keep the bounty has nothing to do with it. There's no say. They say we're not pressing charges in the country or the city or the state or the government is saying, but it's a crime. You don't have that choice. And so these people are getting arrested anyway. <laughs> or sometimes you have seen the companies go, nah, tricked you. We're going to arrest you anyway. Or not even defend the people if they do get arrested. It's been a clusterfuck, to be honest with you. This is not a solution. This is not even a band-aid. This is the promotion of more hacks and more problems. More money, more problems. Oh, by the way, it's time for those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. 
And the time is 10.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear Greed is at 50. It's at neutral right in the middle, 50 out of 100. We're going to go sideways until we get a determination of the spot Bitcoin ETF. We have Tim Draper. We have all kinds of people calling for a $100,000 Bitcoin before the halving by the end of 2024. I think that's all dependent on a spot Bitcoin ETF. If we get it, $100,000 incoming. If we don't, <laughs> I have no clue. 2025, 2026, 2027, who knows? But we're going to be going sideways until the SEC actually makes a determination. Bitcoin sitting at $29,006. Pretty much even in 24, but it's down 1% in 7. Ethereum is at $1,828. Pretty much even, but down 1.8 in 7. Tether's number 3, Binance is at 241, down 0.8% in 24 and 0.6% in 7. And XRP is at 61.3 cents, down 2% in 24, but 12.5 in 7. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Doge, Cardano, Solana, Tron's number 10. I'm going to go down to number 15. Number 11 is Polygon. 12 is Litecoin. The halving has passed. It's down to $82.30, down a half percent in 24 or 11% in 7. Polkadot's number 13. SHIB is number 14. And DAI is number 15. The total market cap is down 0.2%. It's at $1.16 trillion. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 48.7% and an ETH dominance of 19%. And that was our long rambly show today. I will see you tomorrow. Until then, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>